an online coach and work with individuals who want to lose body fat, repair their relationship with food, work on their body image and live a healthy, happy, sustainable lifestyle. It has been a while since I've recorded a podcast episode and I do apologize for my disappearance, but the last couple of months have been absolutely manic. So what better time to revive an episode than now, the 9th of December. And I'm very glad that I don't actually put a video up online of the podcast because I'm currently wrapped in a blanket with a big woolly slash hoodie on me, um, Baltic. So this is where this podcast is happening. Um, you can probably picture just like an Eskimo in your head and that will be me right now. But the purpose of this podcast is all around Christmas and the, the Christmas period and I suppose kind of targeting a lot of the worries that people have around this time of year, particularly as it relates to like their food, their progress, etc. And to be quite honest, I didn't really want to make a podcast around Christmas and about the Christmas period because I didn't really want to feed into the narrative online that's on social media quite a lot, which is almost telling people that you're going to worry about Christmas and telling people that you are going to panic about your progress and almost instilling this this mindset in people that like they should be fearing the boxes of open celebrations and they should be worrying about, you know, what they're going to be eating and drinking etc and I don't want to put that fear on people um and so I didn't really want to contribute to the discussion however I am aware that there are I suppose questions that people have around the Christmas period and even you know my especially my own clients have also brought up to me so this podcast could be helpful in that way and to start it off I I want to mention a point um the first point which is to not overthink now I think some people will not agree with me on what I say here some people might but I do think it's an important point and I want people to try and um understand I suppose like where I'm coming from with this one so the whole not overthink is I do believe a lot of people start to really overthink the Christmas period they start to really really get into their own heads around you know progress and you know their their gym and food etc and they forget what it is like to just go and live their lives and probably more so people who might have a coach right now who might have been in a dieting phase losing body fat successfully etc and now they're thinking oh crap obviously for people who are more so working on their relationship with food maybe you've just started then definitely this time of year can bring a lot more anxieties and worry than others but for those of you who may not necessarily have a disordered relationship with food, and I'm, I really want to try and, and appease to both of you guys, um, those of you who, to be honest, have a sound relationship with food, and those of you who may have a more of a disordered relationship with food, it's to kind of take a step back for a second and think about all the Christmases that you've had, where you have not worried about food, where calories and macros did not enter into your mind, where your training progress in the gym wasn't actually to the fore of your brain now it is great if you have you know taken up the gym in previous months and in the last year or so and you've been really working on your fitness and health and I'm definitely not a proponent of pausing during the Christmas on your fitness journey I think that's I don't think that's beneficial for anybody but I would just say think back at those times where you know Christmas was just Christmas it was a time of like social occasions and social events and going out and drinking and eating and you know, you just allowed for it to happen. 
And in a way, I think people need to get back into that place where they just allow for these things to happen instead of getting so wrapped up in it to the point where Christmas will be over and you will look back and your only memories will be how much you worried about, you know, your pro your protein intake on that Wednesday or if you got to the gym on that Thursday or, you know, would you cancel that night out because you haven't got in your last gym session of the week? And I don't think anybody realistically who is listening to this wants their memories of Christmas to be like that. But for those of you who maybe have just started a fitness journey within maybe the last year or so, you probably are thinking like that because I believe it's almost like a a continuum that we have is that people start their fitness journey, they start to make progress, they get really into it. Um, they just want to keep going like they have this really big drive and momentum and they just don't want to lose it so they start to overthink like literally everything and I can understand the drive and understand the motivation but it is just stepping it back and saying to yourself how do you want to remember this Christmas like how how do you want to feel this Christmas and so not overthinking it is important is that difficult when you go on your social media on Instagram or on TikTok and you see a load of different influencers telling you how to manage your Christmas how to maintain over Christmas to not hit the fuck button over Christmas and you're suddenly just like literally dying inside because you don't know what to do don't overthink it you know just don't overthink it look at somebody in your life look at somebody like your partner your boyfriend your girlfriend your your parents your brothers your sisters your friends who who aren't thinking about these these things at all like they're not worrying about you know going to the Christmas market at the weekend or on their work night out they're just going and living and enjoying and that's it's almost kind of what we need to look at I think is look at these people who just are so almost oblivious to the the calories and the the nutrition side of it now I mean I'm not saying don't be oblivious I'm not saying you know be ignorant to your nutrition intake and be ignorant to your exercise routine etc but what I am saying is that in that one evening you know um in the weekend or that one day during the week that you're having your staff night out or um a date night with your partner that you just learn to switch off a little bit about worrying about whether this is going to be over under your calories or you know whether you are going to make it to the gym in the morning and just step back and be present because realistically if you've been following any sort of a plan if you've had a coach or if you do have a coach then more than likely that person is going to tell you um that you know go enjoy your night and you know you'll you, the next day will come and you will get back into the gym anyways and I would say this even you know if my own clients um are listening to this is if you've got to work night out I'm not necessarily going to give you all the strategies of what to do but what I will say is you know go enjoy but the next day just roll on with it you know get up and go for your walk or go to the gym if that's what you're planning on doing or if you're hungover okay don't go to the gym but get some fresh air make a meal that will be like your typical meal to make if you need a bit of extra chocolate to cure the hangover okay go for it but we don't hit the fuck button over here and we don't cancel our progress and we don't stall the ball we just keep moving forward and that's what you need to focus on and I am just afraid that the more people start to overthink Christmas and see it as this big thing that like could take away all their progress, the more you're just going to look back on it and be like, that was a shit Christmas because you were so caught up in how you were going to be so pedantic and anal about what you ate. You forgot about just enjoying the baking that your mom did or 
all of the really nice like pastries that you they brought into work or having like some of your favorite celebrations or roses or whatever it is and you just don't want to live like that I, I don't think most people want to live like that so please stop overthinking it is is one of the things that I would say and just be mindful as you scroll through Instagram and scroll through social media you might have a couple of like fave accounts that you have and if you start to feel bombarded by all of these like Christmas messages you can skip them you can scroll past them you don't have to engage with them you can mute that person if you want and I know particularly after Christmas and you know Stevens's day oh my god Stevens's day there would be a bombardment of posts about how to get back on track after Christmas don't feel bad after Christmas and all this kind of stuff that I'm not gonna lie it rattles me it really rattles me because I've began to see it as people self-projecting and they're they're wanting to almost help themselves so they decide to post about it and share how they're trying to you know soothe themselves after a bit of like a overindulgent Christmas but a lot of us don't need to hear that we don't need to hear about it because it makes us kind of go into our own heads and think oh my god should should I be feeling guilty that I just ate a, a, a packet of a box a half a box of celebrations with my sister should I feel guilty that I had three plates of Christmas dinner no you absolutely should not no you should not ever no ever 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 nor do you have to cope with it or deal with it because I'm not gonna lie I think a lot of people oh it's 11 11 right now make a wish <laughs> I think a lot of people are pretty much grand with eating a little bit more and it's only when they're kind of in this potentially echo chamber of people saying x about overeating x about emotional eating that they begin to think oh my god is there something wrong with me you know or should I be feeling this way over Christmas but no okay so be very very conscious of what you follow and what you listen to as well especially online because it can make you go into your own head a lot again remembering years ago before you ever entered into the fitness world before you ever learned about calories and macros you probably did not give a crap what you were having on Christmas morning or what you were having the day after and you always just saw Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and Stevens' Day as massive just like foodie family social times and there was no care about you know whether you gained a pound or not go back to those times enjoy those times let your brain go back there it is much more beneficial now if you are though feeling a little bit of anxiousness and nervousness and you are someone who it does have disordered eating and I know that this does not apply to any everybody and I always try and make my message I don't like to talk too much about disordered eating as such on my Instagram because I know I have different audiences. I've got people who are in no way have a poor relationship with food. And I know I also have people who do. And I don't want to ever spread that message of almost, again, making people believe that there is something wrong because these days you get so much anti-diet that it, it can be really unnerving and you don't really know who to listen to, who to believe, what to read, etc. But there are people out there who do struggle. And I do think it's important that, you know, people with sound relationships with food also realize that not everybody thinks the same as them, that not everybody has the same ability to just, you know, open up a jar of Nutella, put some on a size of toast and put it back in the cupboard. Like some people cannot do that. Like mentally, that is a massive challenge and trigger for them. So if you are somebody who is going through a bit of a turbulent time with your relationship with food and, and maybe have done for months and years, then I would seek out support because it's much easier to have somebody in your corner to back you and help you than it is to do this alone. But this time of year can be unnerving. 
and I would urge anybody like even right now to open the notes section of your phone or grab a piece of pen and paper or your journal if you have it be alone and take some time to think about that question of how do you want to feel this Christmas how do you want to feel how do you want to look back on this Christmas what do you want your memories to be what does Christmas mean for you what does it mean to you and I think a lot of people will when they think about Christmas what are the buzzwords that come into your mind you think about winter and the chills and the fire and Santa and lights and food and drink and you know um Bailey's coffee etc and we think of all these really really nice things and if you want to just feel that it's a calm time that you want to feel just safe and warm and not driven by a food focus then acknowledging that and saying this is how I want to feel so how am I going to achieve that so if you do if you know all of the buzzwords that come into your head around Christmas and you also know that you want to just not be so food focused and you don't want to be worrying about you know on Stevens's day how much you've ate and overthink calories and macros and you know start thinking that you need to go do a massive 10k run on Stevens's morning because you overate then I want to tell you here and now that you really really can control that and you can manage your thoughts and your emotions towards this and one of those ways is to is to look at what you said you want your Christmas to be like and how you want to remember it. And then write down after, well, what can you do to make sure that that happens? So if remembering your Christmas with laughter and having memories and, you know, eating whatever it is that tickles your fancy, then potentially you need to be aware that okay, if you still have my fitness plan on your phone, maybe you need to delete that. Maybe you need to get rid of it. Maybe you need to have a journal for when you do have these intrusive food thoughts, those kind of words in your brain that come up and those thoughts that enter around, you've ate too much, you're fat, you're this, you're that, calling yourself everything. Do you have a space where you can manage those thoughts like a journal or sending yourself voice notes or having a coach or a friend in your corner and so if you write down that in order to achieve a safe happy warm Christmas you need to delete my fitness pal you need to journal about your thoughts you need to practice mindful eating you need to just breathe a little bit more you need to gain perspective every time you start to feel worried and anxious you can do those things and a lot of the time when you do have disordered eating patterns, you learn how to mask them, you learn how to cover them up, you learn how to kind of almost believe that you don't have them. And I, I do, that denial is, is very, very common where you begin to almost believe that you don't want X food, you don't want X thing, but you do. But you've told yourself enough times that you don't want the starter on Christmas day or you don't want the second dessert enough to not have it and believe that that's what you truly want, but it's not, it's, it's food rules that you have imposed. So it can be quite triggering, I think, for anybody to write these things down and realize that the Christmas that they want is probably not the Christmas that they're gonna have because they're so wrapped up in 
their body. They're wrapped up in how they look. They're wrapped up in how people will perceive them and look at them. They are wrapped up in losing their um, muscle definition, their abs, etc. And I don't think a lot of people want to admit that to themselves and you probably don't either. But when you do and you realize that how you want your Christmas to look versus how it might look if you engage in these really intense behaviors of compensation and restriction, it's not going to make you happy. And potentially, if you know that how you want Christmas to look is very different to how it might look, if you do have some disordered behaviors, you might feel a little bit overwhelmed right now. You might feel a bit down as you listen to this podcast. You might bite back tears realizing that you have lived in you've lived Christmases for the last couple of years that definitely don't haven't made you happy and smile and have just made you want to move on and forget about it and that's really tough and that's not easy but you can overcome that and when you're in the now you don't really have perspective and this perspective is something that everybody can have good relationship with food or not And that's realizing that Christmas is going to come and go. Like Christmas is so temporary, you know, like once Christmas day is over, it's done. It's gone for another 365 days. And you have to realize that that time you cannot get it back. You really can't. This could be as morbid as this sounds. It could be your last Christmas with somebody that you love. It could be you know, your first Christmas with the loved one coming home from abroad for the first time in years. And you can either soak up these memories and make the most of them, or you can go down the worry path of how many calories is in three of these celebration sweets. Okay, and you can you can really choose your poison there. I'm not saying that you are wrong to be mindful of how many celebrations that you shove into your mouth at one time. Absolutely not. But what I'm saying is to try and find that line for yourself between what's conscious and what's getting a little bit too far down the line of I'm trying to control every single thing that happens here. Okay, so having perspective that Christmas will end. And do you know what, guys? And at the end of the day, if in January we've all gained a couple of pounds, honest to God, is it the worst thing in the world? Like, is it really the worst thing if we all gain a couple of pounds over Christmas? Right now, as you're listening to this, it mightn't seem the greatest thing, especially if you've been on a fat loss journey and you've successfully been losing some pounds or if you are really comfortable where you are in your physique right now. It mightn't seem like the best thing or the easiest thing in the world to gain a couple of pounds. But I mean, is it the worst thing in the world? No, because you can lose it. And this is something that I believe anybody who goes on a fat loss journey in a sustainable way, so not in a eight week, 10 week transformation type thing, who doesn't do it on like a restriction whim, will always be able to attain fat loss any time of the year, whenever they want, because you have the tools to do so. And look, even if you are not wanting to gain weight over Christmas, you can aim to maintain 100%. But I also think just to give yourself some peace of mind, it's being okay that maintenance might actually mean gaining weight as well so if you have been dieting for a couple of months and now your coach or yourself you're bringing your calories back up because p.s please don't diet into christmas period and do not diet at christmas day or week etc it will be the worst thing for you in the world 
that might be an exaggeration, but please don't do it. But just realize that like when you go from dieting to maintenance, you also gain some weight, like you do, right? Your dieting weight is not your maintenance weight. And start to be okay with a little bit of extra body fat. It's it's funny how we're all so accepting of losing body fat, but we're really fucking not accepting of gaining it. It's funny, particularly females. We're very okay with getting lean, but we're very not okay with seeing a couple of pounds being extra. And let me tell you this, nobody cares if you gain a couple of pounds over Christmas. Nobody is going to notice a difference. That person in the gym that you see some mornings is not going to notice a difference. Your partner is not going to notice a difference. Nobody will notice the difference, only you. Nobody will ever overthink it other than you. Don't be afraid to gain a couple of pounds, especially if it's come from an amazing few Christmas dinners and cheesecake and just everything under the sun that you love and adore. You can get it off again. It is fine. It is not the end of the world. It's a great time to just have a diet break. It's a great time to get out of a dieting phase. It's a great time to see, do you have you know, a pretty solid relationship with food and just having perspective that this time will pass and you can either overthink it to the nines right now where you start to really freak yourself out or you can just take a step back and realize like, look, you do have full control over what you eat and you drink this Christmas and you can loosen the reins a little or a lot depending on what you want to do. But no matter how you look after Christmas, it's so irrelevant to who you are. And does it really, like, again, does it matter if you gain a couple of pounds? And it, I know that it's still not that easy to accept it at times. But if you have ever lost a good chunk of weight before or you've ever worked in your physique, then you know it's possible to do it again. And this is why it's important to see the whole coaching thing as a process. And I always say to my clients, this is a process. It is not a plan or a program as such. It is a lifestyle process. As cringy and as cliche as that sounds, you need to remember that. Now your choices, and and this is a big one, is this is your choice. Whatever you do this Christmas, it's your choice. And that sucks. (laughs) Like it sucks to believe it's your choice because you want to believe that there is some higher freaking power telling you what to eat and what to do. I will never tell anybody what to eat and what to do. Even my clients, what you do around Christmas is absolutely up to you. Whether you go 90 at your Christmas party or whether you don't is up to you. Whether you decide to be the designated driver or drown yourself in cocktails is up to you. Whether you decide to go out and eat 10 courses or eat just two is up to you. And I will never, ever dictate that, nor should any coach ever dictate that. But see, the thing is, we don't want to believe that it's our choice. Because if we believe that it's our choice of what we eat and we drink, then the ownership is on us. And we don't want the ownership to be on us. We want to blame someone else. We want to blame our friends for peer pressuring or our moms for not taking no for an answer rather than just say it was actually you know it was me and I didn't want to turn down the extra slice of cake I didn't want to turn down the biscuit cake I didn't want to turn down the starter and the main and the dessert we would prefer to put that on to somebody else but I'm sorry now my friend it is on you okay realizing that everything that you do is your choice and it's an action that you decide to make it's honestly empowering it really is because not initially because initially it's annoying it's annoying to take a step back and realize oh my god I actually do have complete ownership and control of what I do right now when you're in that moment 
you know, of let's say you go out for dinner, you've had your starter, you've had your main, you, the dessert menu comes out, you're only after finishing your dinner. So of course you want something sweet. Your body, you haven't even digested what you've eaten, but you take a step back and you say, oh my God, remember that like mindfulness thing Bronya was on about? And she said, just take a breather and take 10 to 50 minutes after your dinner to think about, do you really want dessert right now? Are you hungry for it? Is this something that you would actually want? And oh my God, shit, no. You realize that you are full. You are really comfortably full and you actually don't want dessert. Oh shit, that's really annoying because your favorite dessert, your sticky toffee pudding with ice cream is on the menu and you're like, oh my God, I die for that ice cream. But I'm full, oh crap. So now if I eat it, I know that I'm aware that I'm full and that I don't necessarily need this because my body is like, I'm satisfied. However, I think I'm gonna get it anyways because that's my favorite dessert in the whole world. Right, can I accept that? Can I accept that nobody has made me do that? Can I accept that this is my choice? Can I accept that I am eating past fullness? If I can, then okay. I'm not going to leave this restaurant feeling big. I'm not going to tell myself that now I'm a a fat slob or that I'm a pig or I'm not going to jokingly say, not jokingly, roll me home or use the pig emoji on my Instagram story of my sticky toffee pudding. I am going to just accept that this is a great dessert. I'm going to eat it. I'm going to enjoy it. Maybe I won't even finish the whole thing. If I accept that, I'm not going to feel like crappy afterwards. But if I have not accepted it and I've just eaten it on a whim and I haven't thought about it, I haven't given any conscious thought, then I might wake up the next day and think, why the fuck did I eat that? Like, why did I have it? And I can guarantee you that most of you have probably come away from so many meals and nights out, et cetera, thinking, why did I do that to myself? What is wrong with me? Why do I always do this? And it's because you're not mindful and you haven't actually checked in with yourself before you've eaten and drank something to see, do I actually want this right now? Is this, is this what I want? You've let others dictate it for you, or you just haven't actually thought about what is important to you in the moment. You haven't realized that you actually do have the choice and you could either see having the choice as something that is disempowering, but it's not, it's probably one of the the most empowering, annoying things that you can have is that choice. And then accepting your choices, accepting that you want to go out and get those three courses on the menu. Amazing. You want to accept that you're going to go out and have a night full of cocktails. Amazing. You want to accept that so that you can move on the next day. Okay. So I would say some of my key things around Christmas is not overthinking for sure. Being mindful of the type of social media content that you do consume this time of year. And again, especially after Christmas, it it's going to rot me. I'm not going to lie. All of the posts that will, that will kind of come up even just a day after Christmas that are like, do this, do that, be okay. It's fine. You're not on your own, all of this. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of how much it actually does support people, but I digress because that's another podcast episode in itself. And it, it does make me a little bit angry. I'm not going to lie, a bit frustrated with the fitness industry, these types of posts, but that is something, be conscious of the content you consume realize that everything is a choice and every choice that you make is should be in line with what you care about and it should come back to that question that you asked yourself of how do you want this Christmas to be like how do you want to feel this Christmas and how do you want to reflect on it and every choice that you make between now and the new year should reflect what you have wrote down or thought in your own head about that and I think one of the one of the last things I will say around Christmas and your progress is 
just to not press pause on your health and your fitness you know like if you have I don't know signed up with a coach or a trainer for like a couple of weeks and you have just started to see and tell people you're on this plan you know you're doing this program but you're not going to do it over Christmas because I mean who trains over Christmas I'm sorry but your health is not a pause and a start button it's not seasonal and I've seen this on like Instagram or something before it's not seasonal your health and your fitness is not seasonal you can go to the gym any time of year and going to the gym is not wrong at any stage of the year you know like if you go to gym to the gym on Christmas Eve which a lot of people do it's usually actually mobbed that's not a bad thing go you know if you want to get up Christmas morning and go for a walk with your fam go this is not seasonal right and I know some people might just say oh look I'm going to take a break over Christmas okay fine like you can do that but if you're truly enjoying your your fitness journey if you're truly enjoying getting stronger getting fitter and feeling more strong and able why would you pause that like why would you actually stop you know it does kind of baffle me and to be quite honest if if you feel like this is something you have to pause like if this is something that you have to stop for a couple of weeks I would question what approach you're taking and how sustainable it actually is and even if you know maybe you are just pausing because you're not asked to go to the gym for like two or so weeks I mean fine again that is your choice you can own that choice and accept that choice but you don't need to stop you know the gym can be something that you absolutely do during the Christmas break you know you might just train a couple of days less in the week so if you've been training four days you might now train three days if you've been doing cardio you might taper down the cardio because you don't really have the time your days are really busy that's fine too but you really don't have to just stop at all like you don't you can still go and train because for a lot of people training has just become part of their routine and part of their life and something that they can just get out of the madness of Christmas and just do something for themselves so please don't see um this period of time and this time of the year as 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 seasonal and for every month for the rest of your life you're just going to sack off Christmas and you're going to sack off December as being a year that you could better yourself or engage in healthier habits you absolutely can you absolutely can and well what I would say is for anybody who maybe is getting coached at this time of year please remember that your coach is very aware that you have a life that you might have a family and that you've got friends that you've got a lot of a busy social life and they are very very well aware that you are going to have many days or weeks of where you don't use my fitness pal or where you are hungover where you don't train every single day and do all of your sessions or all of your cardio and please note that we get that and we're not upset with you we don't think of you as any less determined or that you are a crappy client we don't think that if anything I love to see people going on their nights out I love to see people eating all the food and drinking all the drinks and just having fun because it shows me that this person is living actually a sustainable lifestyle and that makes me happy as a coach all that your coach wants from you and I will speak on behalf of coaches whether I'm right or wrong I don't know but what I will say from coaches is they just want you to check in with them in some capacity whether that is a voice note whether it's a text whether it's something just let them know that you're alive and well they are not expecting this time of year for you to be perfect they just want to make sure that you converse with them and let them know how you are feeling again however formal or informal that check-in is and they're not expecting necessarily for you to make all this 
you know, progress right now. They're just expecting you to continue to engage in some level of healthy habits. Like, yeah, you're going out this evening for a night out that you know is going to be bonkers. You can drink your two liters of water. You can have a high protein meal during the day. That's the kind of things that we're looking for. Not necessarily anything um, extravagant. And I know for me, like I'm not one big on progress goals anyways, but I just want my clients to come back to me to say they've had a good Christmas and I'll be happy with that. If they've enjoyed themselves, they had a good time, they've made memories. That for me are probably the most important things that I want people to have this Christmas. And if you're somebody who is thinking about getting support in the new year in January, <laughs> I mean, shameless plug, I am a coach. However, what I would say is you might be thinking that you don't want to get coaching right now. It's the 9th of December. Nobody should pressure you into getting coaching. And I know there's a lot of posts going up about, you know, there is still nearly the whole month of December left. Don't write yourself off, which is true. You know, if you if you really do want to start, you can start now. And that can just come back to, look, if you want to, if your goal is fat loss, let's say in the long term, then, okay, yeah, any coach that you sign up with right now, um, depending on the person, will probably not dice you that much right now because it is Christmas and they'll just try and get a feeler for where you're at, what your goals are and making sure that you have, you start to build some level of habits going into the end of the year. But in the new year, they will probably sit down with you and set out a plan of action to achieve that fat loss goal if that is what you want to do. And I don't want to actually just assume that your goal is fat loss because it could be a multiple of things. But don't write off coaching right now just because you think that it's too busy, you've got a lot going on socially, etc. The people who do get a coach in the latter end of the year are some of the most successful people with their goals I've ever come across because they go about having a really busy Christmas, but they still do something. Like they still try and get to the gym a couple of times a week. It could be twice. They will still work on things like their steps, their fruit and veg intake, their protein, etc. while going out and living their lives. And I'm not saying this as a, as a kind of trying to get people to start. It's I've got clients who started at the latter end of the year and they've always been the ones then to really get into January ready to kick off and kickstart. And they understand the coaching process. They understand what's involved. They, we kind of get to break down a lot of the barriers and the challenges they have. And it really sets them up nice for the new year. So they are some of the key things that I would say this Christmas. I actually don't know how long this has been. Um, no idea. But to wrap up or to conclude, don't overthink it. Have a great time. Do that bit of a journaling exercise where you figure out what Christmas means to you, what you want from this Christmas and how you want to feel this Christmas and what, your, what, what you want your memories to be. Recognize those and think about how you are so far living December and how you intend to live this month. Are you in line with what you want to look back on and how you want to feel this Christmas? If not, something has to change. If you struggle with your relationship with food this time of year, Please know that feeling overwhelmed and anxious is completely fine, but do get support. Your relationship with food, you can know everything that you have to do, but having somebody in your corner is one of the most monumental things you can have. And I stand by that. To not go through it alone is the main thing. So please reach out for support. There are some great coaches that work on relationship with food. And I also do. So please reach out for support if you need. Be conscious of what you consume and the content that you consume online. Stop seeing fitness as seasonal. Your health and fitness goals are not seasonable. They are seasonal, seasonable. Is that a word? Season? They're not seasonal. Oh my God. Yeah, they're not seasonal. They are for life. When you are 80 years of age, you should still be wanting to move and move your muscles and get outside, etc. And lastly, if you do 
get a coach this time of year please just know it's not a waste of money it's not a waste of time just because you're busy it's a really great time to start break down some of your biggest barriers and challenges and start off the new year feeling in a really great position to be quite honest so if you need any support then the link for coaching will be in the episode notes if you need anything you've got any questions around this Christmas period and want to chat with me in a bit more detail then you will also find a link to my website um in the episode notes but also my instagram is for underscore gibson where you can message me more there so with that everybody i will love and leave you there i hope you have a very very merry christmas great december take care of yourselves look after i will love and leave you there and i will chat to you later